pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I've got a guest right now that just kind of bopped in. And I was I asked him. He, he had something going on. He had an appointment he had to go to. But Paul Winters is a, is a coach that I have admired uh, for, for a long time. He was an All-American football player at the University of Akron uh, back in the 40s. No. <laughs> He's good. He's killing me. <laughs> but, oh, my God. <laughs> then, but, no, he was, he was just a great player, and then he's been a great coach. He was – Paul Winters was responsible for going up to Wayne State, resurrecting Wayne State's program – and getting into the national championship. Did you win that, Paul? No, we lost. You lost that. But they had he he just I remember hearing of Wayne he, State. Yeah. And he that was Paul Winters. I mean, that's mm. this gentleman that I'm speaking to. Was he coaching around there in eighty nine, ninety? Was that it, Paul? No, in eighty nine and ninety or eighty nine I was at Toledo and our um highlight film we played California Dreamin' because we were going to the California Wow. What a coincidence. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'd have loved to get recruited by Toledo when I came out of McKinley in 89. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were loaded. Paul, Coach Winter's been everywhere. He's been in Wisconsin. He's been in a lot of places. But, Paul, I, I'm so glad you're here. Maybe you could talk me off the ledge, but I think college football's a mess. Um, college athletics are a mess. <laughs> And, and and here's the thing. They may it may not be a mess, but let's call it what it is. Let's no longer No, it's a mess. Well, it's a mess. Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it is. You're, so, you're absolutely right. I mean, and then the NCAA has the gall to keep this mission where they're saying education is critical and we have to make this has all got to happen. The academic experience has to be the number one thing. And I'm thinking, really? Stop lying to us. Joe, Joe, here's the thing, and this is what I don't think people understand. The the politicians and the court system has made the NCAA insignificant. They've taken away all their power. They don't have the ability to tell a school anything because they'll go to court and the NCAA loses. So... You know, I feel bad if if I were working for the NCAA, I I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> I, I I get that, but but who? Why did they all of a sudden take the cork out of the bottle and let the genie of greed out? And and now they can't now they can't put it back in. Politicians? No, totally politicians. Yes, they they took the NCAA to court saying. Hey, you've got to get these kids money. You've got, you know, the coaches are making too much money. You got to give the money to the kids, and you know, you you got to let the kids transfer as much as they want. Everything that is screwed up, the politicians did. It's all adults, and and I don't blame the yeah. kids, Paul. I don't blame the kids at right. all. 
There, you know, right. if, I, I I was on scholarship. You were on scholarship. I was on scholarship. I was making. I got fifteen dollars a month cash for doing to do my laundry, um, and and, and you now didn't I, even need it. I didn't need it. No. <laughs> but first of all, I never did laundry. Second, <laughs> so uh, you know that was part of the whole thing. For you, yeah. But I'm looking at the bowl games too. I'm going through this, forty-three bowl games now. Uh, yeah. So, so you've got eighty-six out of one hundred and thirty-three teams going to bowl games. It's almost a badge of honor to walk around and go, "Yeah, we didn't make it to a bowl. We're one of the That's few." Of I was. <laughs> That's really. You got to be pretty bad not to make it to a bowl. I know. <laughs> I know. And so, it, 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 and I'm looking at some of these bowls, you know, the Radiance Technologies bowls, the Cricket Celebration the bowl. bowl. Pardon? The Pop Tart Bowl. I know. Yeah. The Avocado Bowl. The um, Myrtle Beach Bowl. The Cricket Celebration Bowl. It's, 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 it's such a joke. 68 I, you know, Ventures Bowl with South Alabama and Eastern have- Michigan. How about if you just have the champions of the conferences go to ball games? Oh, I would love that. I would love that. But that, now, what happens next year when there's twelve teams in a playoff? Are they going to take those some of those bowls off, or are they going to just keep doing it? So we're watching. The playoff games will be at the bowl games. They'll be part of them. But but here's the problem, Joe. So you have twelve teams. And what you know, their defensive line is transferred. That's yeah. or the, the starting quarterback. I mean, Ohio State plays in the game; their starting quarterback transfers. Yep. And there's a portal. But then, right. uh, but then the other no. guys don't want to play. Like Marvin Harrison doesn't play at Ohio State. Right. He decides right. he doesn't right. want to play. Um, you, you've got guys in every team that don't want to play because. They're getting ready to train for the pros. You know, if, if you're legitimately a first-round pick, like Christian McCaffrey declined playing. I hated it, but I understood it. Marvin Harrison, I hate it, but I understand it. But, you know, you're some Joe Smo who's the, you know, 18th-rated defensive lineman. You need to play and show them that you're good. Yeah. And, and I'm talking, by the way, I'm talking with Paul Winters. He is the uh, former head coach at Wayne State, was a longtime coach at the University of Akron, been at Wisconsin, been Toledo, been a lot of places, uh, and a great coach, by the way, and a great person. Um, I, here's the other one, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. It's true. But I, I'm looking at the Ohio State. I looked up Ohio State's portal. So and now every school has a portal part where they're talking about who's leaving, who's coming. And I'm looking yeah. up Ohio State's, and this is a sign of the times, Ohio State's portal. They not only list the player's name, where he's from, but they put down his NIL value. So really? I swear, so suddenly the player's have value. Like, I'm looking up Noah Rogers right here. Noah Rogers entered mm-hmm. the portal. 
His NIL value is 181000 Then I'm looking up. I go through this list. It's got all their people on it. Um, some of them have no value. and But then some of them, like Amari Abar, he's a defensive lineman. He's got 100 k value. Um, Chip Trainum, the kid from Hoban. At Ohio State, uh-huh. he he entered the portal. Yep. He's got a two hundred and seventy-eight thousand dollar value. So that means someone they know what his value is and what he's got, what they got to pay him to get him to come to their school. Wow! Um, isn't this unbelievable? How about this, Joe? Joe, there's there's so many things I could go on forever, and I don't want to like take over the show. You're talking about you're talking about putting a value on a kid that really, why don't you put a target on him? I know. So that, you know, I mean, first of all, you've got the the criminals that he might have grown up with. Yes. You've got the people, the the criminals that call themselves agents. Yes. You know, you've got, you've got so many different people who are going to try to get in that guy's pocket. And, and then, and then you've got the situation that is totally different situation, but the quarterback, that makes a million dollars for Texas or whatever, yours. The, the play yes, last night. Yes. I don't even know how much you make. He makes more than the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Yes. Yes. And that's why that's why Penix stayed at Washington, by the way. Yeah. And we'll get into that. But I'm going to tell you this. Kyle McCord from Ohio State, he entered the portal. His NIL value is 980k $980,000 for Kyle McCord. Now, Paul, I'm going to get into this real quick. Do, do we have to take a break, Eric? Uh I, I don't want to just keep going and then yeah, find out that we could take a break and come back with him. All right, we're going to continue with Paul Winters and and I'm going to get into the uh, some of the 19 highest paid college athletes uh, with as we continue with uh, what's the name of the show? I don't even know the name of the show. <laughs> live and Local. Yeah, Live and Local. Live and Local with Jordan Miller. Jordan Miller's off today. I'm just filling in, Paul. Honest, I don't know the name of the show. I'm sorry. We'll be right I'm back. Local. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you don't like me, if you don't like me, you at least hopefully you like this music. <laughs> this is, uh, this Love is, it. This is good stuff. All right. We're continuing with talking about college football. I'm going to go through, and we're, we've got Paul Winters with us, and, and I'm so grateful you came on, Paul. Um, here, here's the highest paid athletes. These are what they're worth, their value right now. Spencer Rattler. Who really, you know, he went to South South Carolina. He's worth a million. Jared McCain, he's basketball. Uh, he's worth a million one. Jordan Travis from Florida State. 
He's worth a million one. Uh, Evan Stewart, Texas A&M, worth a million two. Now listen to this one. Quinn Ewers, starting quarterback at Texas, mm-hmm. takes him to the Final Four. He's worth one point two million. All right. Now. Yeah. But but now listen to this. His backup, Arch Manning, three point eight million. It could be that Manning name. You think? <laughs> but but here's the point. And you know who the biggest one is? Bronny James. Bronny James. Yeah. Five. He's worth six to twelve million dollars. Six to twelve million dollars. So, Livy Dunn, two point three million. Um, Caleb Williams, two point five million. Uh, you know, it, it's just. But how would you like to be the starting quarterback of Texas, going out there beat, getting beat up, and you know that your backup is worth three times what you are. Well, Joe, you, you know how important in football it is to be a team, right? Yeah. To have that bonding and everything. What if you're the left tackle and you're making 50000 Yes. 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 I know. I know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, why am I blocking my butt off for him? I know. And, I, and, and he's... Telling me, I mean, these guys are making more money than their coaches. How do you coach a kid? Say you're assistant coach, you're the receivers coach, and and you've got um, because I know that uh, he's in here somewhere. The young man from Ohio State, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. He's yeah. worth one point six million, and that's per year. That's that's one year he made one point six million. So I'm the assistant coach. I'm the receivers coach. I'm a young guy coaching him. And Marvin Harrison, no isn't it Hartline, the receivers coach? Yeah. Okay. Let's say yeah. it's Hartline. Hartline probably makes a million, maybe, at Ohio State. I don't know what they get paid anymore, but but I know the coordinators at Iowa State get a million. Hmm. And so at Ohio State, I'm sure they're getting a lot more than that. Uh, but you're looking at you're coaching a kid who's making more money than you are. Yeah. You know? Well, how, how do you how do you recruit? Well, you recruit just with you money. Know? Yeah. Right. You don't even talk about education. What do you want to study? I don't want to study anything. I know. Yeah, not now, even the playbook. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Listen to this story. Yeah. This, this is unbelievable. This is Mich- This is uh, Texas. Texas. All right? Here's what happened in Texas. Uh, when uh, Steve Sarkeesian took the job, in, in two, 2021, Texas Longhorns finished 5-7. and seven. All right? They lost yep. six games straight, and... Steve Sarkeesian said, we need bigger human beings on the lines. So they went out and they started a collective, a new tax-exempt charity called Horns with Heart, set up by Texas football fans. And they came in and they said, 
we are we're going we started this organization coach Sarkeesian you go out and recruit offensive linemen and you tell every offensive lineman that they're going to make $50,000 a year base salary if they come to Texas now there was a young man that he had committed to Oregon that year he switched to Texas a week after the charity made its offer to him. He's Cameron Williams, 6'5", 369-pound offensive lineman. He said, I really didn't, me growing up, I really didn't have any money. So the 50,000, it was just amazing. So what they're doing, they went out and he knew that he needed offensive linemen. They got seven five-star offensive linemen that year based on the $50,000. That's a true story. So, so Paul, none of the recruiting was like we used to recruit, going out and beating on doors and hanging out at houses. And now it's just, all right, I got a collective, and we're going to go ahead and give you $50,000 if you come here. And that's 50000 a year base. Yeah. Well, and you know what? It's actually, it, it affects all levels, too. I know you're going to uh, speak with Doug Geyser a little bit later. Yes. But, you know, last year, maybe two years ago now, BYU um, has the uh, built candy bar, right? Yeah. The protein bar? Yeah. Well, Built is in is right next to BYU and they said basically anybody who walks on Built will give you basically a full scholarship. Really? Now the Division 2 kids, yeah. So now the Division 2 kids they're like, "Well, I can get a full scholarship to BYU." Wow. <laughs> you, you know? I mean, and it's like, it's, it's destroying college athletics. Yeah. And, and, and But people want it. They want to watch it. I watched the games last night until 1, which I thought was ridiculous, going until 1 o'clock, and still having all-state commercials at 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I, I, you know, I just wonder when it's going to get to the point where, uh, how, how do you coach in this environment? How do you coach? How do you what ha, what happened to building character and building building you know we used to get guys at Akron Paul and you you'd keep them there four or five years and you and they right. would go from from two hundred and thirty five pounds I, I think of of Ryan Gargas and Ryan Scholes they go from yep. two hundred and thirty five pounds to two eighty and they become really good football players. Now you're not going to build those you know guys up, now? and they, they leave. Exactly. After the, they get to that point, and they're like, well, shoot, now I can go play at, at Ohio State, or I can go play at Indiana, or whatever. Would, and, they, and they leave, like you say. Would we have you, kept you remember, Would we have kept Jason Taylor? Would we have kept Dwight Smith? Oh, God, no. No. They'd have been no. gone. Absolutely, Absolutely not. And you know what? Neither one, of, neither one, might not have gotten a degree. I know that. I know that. And ultimately, 
ultimately, these guys are making a lot of money. You give a lot of money to a kid who doesn't know how he got the money and how hard to work to get the money, they lose the money. Yeah, that's so true. That is so true. And they don't have a degree to fall back on. That is the most, that is the perfect statement, Paul. The perfect statement. You give a kid, you give a kid money at that age, it's gone. Gone. It's gone. And then what happens to him? I, I, you know, it blows me away. I know, listen, I, I know we're up against it, right, Eric? I think, um, we got to take a break, Paul. I, yeah, about about two minutes. All right, good. Um, I'm I'm looking at this, Paul, and I'm looking at one article. There was an article in the New York Times: the best teams that money could buy. That was the title of the article, um, and it talks about the four teams who were in the finals: Texas, Michigan, Washington, and Alabama. All these schools have perfected a thing called the collectives. Collectives. Yeah. So the kids no longer have to go out and hustle to get their own jersey sold and all that. They've got collectives right. where these big boosters, big boosters, all of a sudden come in and they buy the player. They buy the rights right. to that player. <laughs> So here, here's what it says, the article. The collective, this is Texas One Fund, but they all did it. They exploit the new system, which allowed endorsement-seeking companies to pay players the rights to their name, image, and likeness. Collectives came in and flipped that. They bought the rights so that they could buy the player, ensuring that he remained happy, and playing for the school, and then these collectives, some at Texas, they one collective paid out $14 million to Longhorn athletes since 2021. 64% of the total payments to Texas college athletes came from this one source. And they were giving money, they give money across the board. At Alabama, Nick Saban said, I want it to go to everybody. This is this blows me away. Paul, we got to go. We're at the top of the hour. Um, I can't thank you enough, and great. I wish you the best, man. I love you. Hey, love you too, and I appreciate you having me on, Joe. Good luck. Thanks, man. Take care.